Presents Football Time. Hey, hey, and welcome to the Football Time Podcast. With us, as always, is our man Achilles Rain. He'll be here to preview our week six games and give our picks. Achilles, what's up? Hey, how's it going? All right, let's touch on the Tuesday football game. No Thursday game this week. Uh, the Buffalo Bills played the Tennessee Titans. The Tennessee Titans won 42-16. to Josh Allen struggled a little bit in this game. Went 26 of 41, 263, two touchdowns, two interceptions. Uh, Stefan Diggs was probably the lone bright spot for the Buffalo Bills with 10 catches and 106 yards. Ryan Tannehill was an efficient 21 of 28 for 195 yards and three touchdowns. Derrick Henry had nice volume, but not a lot of yards, and 19 carries, 53 yards, and one great stiff arm with two touchdowns. And A.J. Brown made his return to the team with seven catches for 82 yards and a touchdown. So what'd you make of this game, Alex? Um, I think overall it was a little bit surprising uh, for Tennessee to come out and play so well, especially after not seeing them for what seemed like uh, two weeks now. Um, but they played They played a solid game. Uh, I don't think that offensively they did as much as the score uh, leads you to believe. But uh, they were still uh, really solid. And the Buffalo Bills, which are a solid team, uh, came out and kind of underperformed a little bit uh, yeah, offensively. I, I think that it was – no, it was – I think I saw more Bills underperform than uh, Titans. Goodness. If, I mean, you look at the stats – Tannehill didn't throw for a ton of yards. Derrick Henry didn't rush for a lot of yards. They had some big plays. The Bills made, you know, some sloppy turnovers, and they just looked sloppy overall in the game. A bit of it, you know, you sort of wonder if maybe that Thursday game versus the Chiefs that ended up getting canceled and moved to Monday sort of was playing on their heads, and they were looking ahead a little bit, prepping for that game, and just weren't really ready for this Titans game. You know, I think that it's hard to overlook a team like the Titans are playing a really good football right now, especially offensively. I think that uh, defensively they stepped their game up a lot this time. Uh, I wasn't expecting to kind of shut down the uh, Buffalo offense as much as they did. Now, part of it uh, had to do with the fact that uh, Allen threw a really bad pass one time and it was uh, tipped and it was intercepted. The other time was, a really, really bad pass where he just kind of overthrew the entire uh, wide receiver core and uh, the defensive back was there to take the interception. Uh, so I think a lot of this was kind of Buffalo uh, shooting itself in the foot. But, you know, kudos to Tennessee for taking advantage of it. Yeah, I think you just gave Tennessee your just due and a Green Light Network partner of ours probably will be pretty happy with that assessment. Dynamite David. Yes, indeed. All right, so uh, let's move on to our mutual picks for the week. Uh, we went three and two due to a minor overruling of, let's just say, the CEO of Greenlight Network. We might have switched one of the picks around in a last-minute exchange as I started to like the game a little more. But nonetheless, three and two this week in our mutual picks. That puts us at 15 and 10 overall. We had a winner in the Houston Texans at minus five and a half. A loser in our friends and, well, sadly, the 
New York Jets uh, sort of ruined us. And then uh, we did get a win with our New York Giants, though. So they were there to play for us. And then uh, the Minnesota Vikings, like I said, I made a minor switch with your Seattle Seahawks and switched it to the Minnesota Vikings due to a feeling and some numbers I looked up. And lastly, we lost with the Atlanta Falcons in our mutual picks, but still doing pretty good, 15-10, and 10, and only one losing week of the first five. So not too bad. Yeah, definitely not too bad. We can do better, though. We've had some uh, situations where we were lacking sleep, and it kind of showed in our picks. And, you know, good call on you uh, switching that last one because uh, – I don't know how well it would have worked out for us otherwise. <laughs> yes, I know. But uh, there was a nice little hairy point there in the uh, third quarter when I began to worry and got a little nervous. But anyway, let's go on to our mutual picks for this week. So starting off, uh, Denver at New England, minus nine and a half for New England, uh, this is definitely a pass for me. I, Cam Newton's coming back, but this is way too big a spread for two teams we haven't seen in two weeks. I, I know Drew Locke's coming back, but that doesn't factor much into my handicapping. I agree with you. Uh, let's stay away from this one. Uh, like you said, they've they've been away for a little bit too long to just kind of jump right in, and we still don't know if there's any sort of uh, – you know, let down after them not being able to practice. And I think we just kind of stay away from it this week. Yeah. Uh, moving on. Uh, let's look at, we sort of discussed this one and we had mild interest, the Chicago bears at the Carolina Panthers, the Carolina Panthers are two and a half point favorites here. I sort of like Chicago here, but I don't love it mostly because I think I like Carolina more as a, as a dog, as they've proven probably the previous four weeks being a dog. But it, I don't know if it's quite big enough for me to want to take Chicago. I think it's more I just don't want to take Carolina as favorites here. What are your feelings on this game? You know, I, I kind of have a feeling about Carolina, and I kind of had a feeling about them last week also, and it kind of worked out in my favor. Uh, though they were dogs that last week, this time they're uh, giving, what, two and a half points, I think it is? Two and a half points right now. Yeah, uh, and you know, I still kind of feel comfortable with it. I think that uh, defensively they're solid enough to uh, cause trouble for the uh, Chicago offense. But, you know, the Chicago defense scares me at times. Uh, If they tend to show up, they can be a pretty good defense. And Carolina, I still feel more confident. I feel like they're a pretty decent passing attack, a pretty decent rush attack, uh, even without the big names out there. I think they're doing enough that I think they could possibly, you know, pull this win off. But Chicago is also better without Trubisky there. So that's the only part that scares me about that. But I do feel some confidence in Carolina. Yeah, I I can see where you're coming from with Carolina. I think the only thing that makes me a tad nervous about it, I think this is easily the best defense Carolina has played so far this year. So I want to see how, you know, Teddy deals with, you know, the Bears pass rush. And how, you know, more than anything, Mike Davis, who's come in and played real well in replace of Christian McCaffrey, sort of deals with that uh, Chicago Bears defense. Uh, If they don't have a running game and, you know, Bridgewater is under pressure, 
does that offense flow quite as well as it has the last couple weeks. But I don't like Chicago's offense at all, so it's really hard to pull the trigger one way for me either side. But I can see where you're coming from on Carolina here. So maybe column, I'm assuming. Oh, yeah, let's put this in the maybe column and see what we have moving on down. All right, uh, I think we're already in the hard pass territory on this next game. But I think at some point we'll probably return to the bane of our existence. The Cincinnati Bengals are going to the Indianapolis Colts. The Indianapolis Colts are minus seven and a half points. Um, I'm on probation of taking Indianapolis Colts games, though this probably would be one to take, and they'll probably run away with it. But I'm not touching the Colts after what I saw from Philip Rivers last week. Yeah, I like the Colts, and I like the Colts' defense. Uh, and Unfortunately for them, they have a really hard time uh, playing from behind. Uh, that last game, they got behind, and they needed Phillip Rivers to kind of take control of the game. And, you know, Phillip Rivers is Phillip Rivers, and unfortunately for them, he makes a little too many mistakes for for my liking, and I am staying away from this one. I think if you told me Jacoby Bursett was going to play quarterback for the Colts, I'd probably be more interested in taking the Indianapolis Colts, but I don't want to watch Phillip Rivers on TV screen three as he throws bad picks over the middle of the field for four quarters and somehow keeps Cincinnati in the game. Yeah, I don't want my rent on Phillip Rivers' shoulders. (laughs) Um, I'm staying away from it. So, uh, once again, I worry for Joe Burrow in this game. This is going to be scary with that defensive line on top of him for four quarters. Yeah, it's going to be a tough one. He's faced a lot of uh, pressure lately, but, you know, he's hanging in there. Uh, He's doing okay, I guess you could say, Uh, but we'll see what happens. All right, moving on to our next favorite terrible team. Well, this is a combination of our two favorite terrible teams. The Detroit Lions go to the Jacksonville Jaguars. The Jacksonville Jaguars are getting three and a half points. I don't know why. Uh, They burned me last week. They burned me a couple other times other than, of course, that stupid Colts game when I took the Colts. So I haven't really read Jacksonville right all year long. But I like Jacksonville as a home dog getting three and a half points here versus the Detroit Lions. What are your feelings on this? Uh, As I was going through my personal picks, I had Jacksonville uh, as a two star. I, I, you know, I'm on the same boat as you. It feels like every single time that I've picked them, they've let me down. Uh, The one time I picked against them with the Colts, you know, Phillip Rivers was Phillip Rivers. And I'm I'm hesitant, but I have them down as maybe. Yeah, I I think they've moved up to about a three-star pick in my book. So I... Just if we take this, no halfback passes from the five-yard line, please. (laughs) That's all I ask. I'd rather you just run it straight up the gut than throw a halfback pass. Oh, no, I totally agree. No more of those. (laughs) All right, we'll put Jacksonville down as a maybe. So far, four games and four no official picks. All right, moving on. To our, well, I think this one's more my bane of existence. The Atlanta Falcons at the Minnesota Vikings. The Minnesota Vikings are minus three and a half. Dan Quinn is gone. That's the good side. Matt Ryan seems to be getting worse every week. But I think I like the Falcons here. No Dalvin Cook. Kirk Cousins at quarterback. Maybe he won't shred this Atlanta Falcons defense as bad as pretty much every other quarterback in the league. And I just like Atlanta's offense versus Minnesota's bad defense. 
I think that's about the only analysis I can give for this stupid pick of winning Atlanta on the road. I'll be honest with you. I think it was good enough. I think you, I think you sold me uh, because when I was looking at this game, I kind of didn't feel either way about it. I wasn't sure whether to, you know, I could see either team winning this game, to be honest with you. Atlanta's defense is bad enough to make you believe that there's a chance that the Vikings kind of play well against them like they did against Houston, but they're also pretty bad. So I could, you know, if you want to go with Atlanta, I'm with you. All right. Post-firing coach bump, the Atlanta Falcons for, I think, my fifth week in a row and probably my fifth week to be disappointed in a row, I think. It worked for us last week. (laughs) I think it worked for you last week. I don't think it worked for me. I just know I was happy about something, so that's all I know. All right, moving on. Uh, the Washington football team is at the New York Giants. The 0-5 Giants. I repeat, the 0-5 Giants are a two-and-a-half-point favorite. Um, I'm a total pass on this game. I guess you possibly could convince me that the 0-5 Giants are better than this terrible Washington team. But I think Kyle Allen might give them, I don't know, some sort of offensive relevance if he's not being manhandled by Aaron Donald for every other play. What are your feelings on this game? Uh, My feelings on this game are that I could see Washington winning this game, but I want nothing to do with it. Yeah, so that's my feelings too. I think we're both in the hard pass Washington football team, New York Giants category. No New York love this week, at least yet. You know, I'd rather take a long shot than... Something a little more for sure with any that has anything to do with these two teams. I'd like to go back in the history and see how many zero and five teams ended up favored. <laughs> this probably this probably has to be a first. I can't remember any time soon, at least that that's happened. All right, the Houston Texans are playing the Tennessee Titans. The Tennessee Titans are two and a half point favorites. Once again, this falls in the sort of stay away territory. For me and our mutual picks, I might be leaning towards Houston here a little bit just because Tennessee's on such a short week, but I don't really know what to make of Houston. Jacksonville, I thought, was a better team last week, so it's very hard for me to sort of really want Houston that badly in this one. What are your feelings on this one? You know, we were giving uh, Dynamite David a hard time about uh, grilling his team, but uh, you know, I'm going to say that I think Tennessee is the better team here, and it's pretty obvious. It shows. Um, for some weird reason, I feel like Houston has been playing mediocre offense when, you know, they've got a big dollar quarterback, and he's making some pretty basic mistakes. It's enough to scare me of ever taking Houston again unless it's against the Jets. But I could see Tennessee winning this game. The thing that scares me is a short week. I, so. I have another uh, fun theory. I think Houston, now that they've played all pretty much all their hard games, are going to end up on a big winning streak, which is further going to kill their future, and they're going to end up giving Romeo Cornell that head coaching job <laughs> <laughs> with a fat extension and then end up having to fire him in another year. Yeah, you know, we see it happen every now and then where a bad team gets rid of their coach and then they start playing better and they play good enough to where they lose out on a top five pick. 
<clears throat> and you know it, it's kind of horrible because then the next year they're just as bad so hopefully it's not this, the uh, situation for them but yeah i'm staying away from this one romeo cornell for head coach for the next three years <laughs> Yeah, let's see what happens there. <laughs> All right. I think we were both a hard pass on this game. So let's move on to our next game. The Baltimore Ravens at the Philadelphia Eagles. Philadelphia is getting seven and a half points. Once again, I'm leaning a bit towards Philly here. I kind of like this Philly. I liked what they played with last week. I haven't liked the way Baltimore has looked, you know, the last handful of weeks, at least offensively. Uh, Philly's run defense and pass rush, I I think, will give Baltimore problems. And if you can give Baltimore problems in those areas, I don't know if they can win this game, but I think they can stay in this game and within this seven-and-a-half-point number. What is your feeling on this one? Well, uh, Baltimore... Uh, has shown uh, really good defense so far this season. And we kind of expected that from them. What we didn't expect was their offense to be pretty mediocre. Their running game seems to be uh, suffering a lot. And like I said a couple of shows ago, Lamar Jackson not running the ball, uh, I think is really affecting uh, what opens up for everybody else out there. Uh, For that reason, if you wanted to take Philadelphia, I feel like they've been playing better. They played the Steelers pretty tough. Their pass rush uh, can be pretty aggressive at times. Their secondary is a little bit scary, but Carson Wentz seems to be getting better. You know, I say that with a little bit of doubt, but, at, you know, at home and with uh, getting that many points, I kind of like it. All right. I think we got our second one, Atlanta and Philly. What can go wrong with those two high-powered teams? <laughs> oh, man, that's just so scary. Atlanta and Philly. All right, moving on. Uh, next up, we got the Cleveland Browns at the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, the Steelers are three-and-a-half-point favorites. Uh, this one's a pretty quick pass for me. This line just sits a little above where I like it, but I think you might could convince me to take the Steelers. I don't know if you could convince me to take Cleveland, but I, I think this is a watch-and-see-what-happens kind of game than a let's-take-a-side-and-pick-one-on-this kind of game. What are your feelings on it? You know, really quick, uh, I last week I said that I wanted to see what Cleveland did against Indianapolis, and I am starting to believe that they're getting better. I don't think they're elite, but I I think they're getting better. Um, I'm also big on Pittsburgh this year. I've kind of been picking them almost every week. But, yeah, I'm staying away from it, um, at least at this line. All right, I think we're both on a pass on that one. Next up, the New York Jets. <laughs> Last week, off a great game where they were god-awful, they play the Miami Dolphins. And once again, they're getting a large amount of points. The New York Jets are getting eight and a half points here. I like the New York Jets. Again, I repeat myself like we did last week. You're the host. If you believe in the Jets that much, I will ride with you. But... I do not like the Jets. What if? I want to be a part of it. New York, New York. You can't say no to my man, Frank. Can you? Listen, I'm just going to remind you. Miami should not be an eight and a half point favorite to anyone. (laughs) Even if they did score 40 on the Niners last week. It's a long trip home. Ryan Fitzpatrick is bad. Do you remember at all 
who's on your Dunzo list? No. Oh, you don't remember? He won a Super Bowl once. <laughs> yeah, and he also got $100 million. And look where he's at now. Uh, I have nothing to respond to that. I just, I'm feeling good about my Jets this week. They re- they released the cancer that was Le'Veon Bell. Frank Gore is in there to take the carries. The greatest running back over the age of 35 ever to exist. New York Jets pride. Listen, I guess we're going with the Jets. Uh, Frank Gore, you know, I respect the guy. I He played against my Rams for so many seasons, and the guy's really tough. You know, he's obviously not the same player. He's not even close. But last week you were raving about Le'Veon Bell. You named, you said he was the best running back in the NFL at some point. He was. He no longer appears to be, and he's a toxic for team culture. Frank Gore will bring everybody together. <laughs> Okay, and we'll have we'll have a big win. We're going with the Jets then. Or a nice cover. We're going with the Jets. We're going with the Jets. Good call. All right, next up, the Green Bay Packers go to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tampa Bay is getting two and a half points. I don't like this game. Uh, you could probably convince me to take Green Bay. I want nothing to do with Tampa. I'm a little nervous about their defense with Vita Vea out. I think Aaron Jones is going to run all over him, but I'm not a huge fan of road favorites. And even with Green Bay coming off a bye, just sort of scares me a little bit. Well, uh, this this is one that we disagree on. Um, you know, I had a little bit of time to kind of dive in deep into, you know, this weird little <clears throat> place that I go to when I have to make my own picks. And I, I kind of have Green Bay as a lock, but that's just for my personal head-to-head picks. Well, that's, I can go with that mostly because I downgraded like every Tampa Bay player in my fantasy rankings coming Fantasy Football Friday. So I don't think Tampa Bay is going to do well versus Green Bay. Devontae Adams is back. Let's make it an all-green picking show. Philly, the Jets, Green Bay. Let's ride the green wave. Wow, green light network's going all green. <laughs> all right, so we'll go with Green Bay. Uh, next up, the Los Angeles Rams are at the San Francisco 49ers. The San Francisco 49ers are getting three and a half points. Don't really know how to handicap this game after last week's terrible 49ers game. Just, uh, I want to take the Rams here, but... They've crisscrossed the country all over the place. The offense seems a little inconsistent. I don't know if we're going to get the offense we got last week or the offense we got two weeks ago. And I just don't know what to make of the Niners right now. Uh, Is Jimmy G going to play quarterback as C.J. Beathard? All their weapons are back on offense. I just don't know how to really handicap this game. What are your feelings on it? Um, As a betting man, I think that this game, I'm probably staying away from it. Uh, But... I think there's a little misconception with the Rams offense. Um, Obviously it's, you know, what have you done for me lately? So we think about their offense and it seems inconsistent, but they've actually been pretty on par. Uh, They're actually a pretty middle of the pack to top middle of the pack defense and offense also. Uh, And I think that they're going to pull off the win, but with it being a divisional game, I'm always a little bit uh, weary about those. Um, It makes me kind of pause and take a second look. Um, at that line 
with uh, San Francisco as underdogs at home, I'm probably not going to take that one. Okay, we'll move on because I think this next game will definitely be the one we take. Uh, The Kansas City Chiefs are at the Buffalo Bills with a line that was probably made last Sunday since it's the opening one. The Buffalo Bills are favored by three and a half. Uh, Don't know if much handicapping needs to go in here, but the Kansas City Chiefs are getting points, and I just think we should probably take the Kansas City Chiefs getting points. Oh, yeah, I mean, whenever you get Kansas City, Patrick Mahomes, you know, and the gang – at giving, getting points, you're definitely jumping on that bandwagon, and especially, you know, with Buffalo having a short week. So uh, I think that's kind of a lock. So, All right. One last game, uh, the Arizona Cardinals at the Dallas Cowboys. The Dallas Cowboys are getting two and a half points here. I, I really like this game. So if we end up taking this game, we'll have to bump something off. Um, think Andy Dalton will be fine in replacement. Think they'll start to run you know, Ezekiel Elliott a little more, control the clock a little more, which might help out the defense. But I can definitely see where you're coming from, where Arizona's offense probably scores 35 per course. And then you're asking Dallas to score at least 32 in a game where their starting quarterback isn't going to be in there. What are your thoughts? Who do you like for this game? I like Dallas getting two and a half points. Okay. And I'm actually on the opposite side. All Uh, right. for yeah, you know, I'll, I'll get into it when we get into our head-to-head picks. Okay, uh, so we'll mark that one off. We got our five. We got the Atlanta Falcons getting three and a half points versus the Minnesota Vikings. The Philadelphia Eagles getting seven and a half points versus the Baltimore Ravens. Our New York Jets getting eight and a half points versus the Miami Dolphins. The Green Bay Packers is two and a half point favorites versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and the Kansas City Chiefs getting three and a half points versus the Buffalo Bills. Sound like a good five mutual picks this week? Yeah, I mean, it sounds like uh, we could definitely uh, go into uh, into the green. All right, so that's our mutual picks for the week. Let's move on to our individual picks for the week. First, we'll recap last week. Uh, Achilles went 3-2, and two, which puts him at 14-11 and 11 overall. Pretty good start to the year. You had the Carolina Panthers in our head-to-head matchup. And you ended up winning that one with a win by the Carolina Panthers. Next up, we in our mutual picks, we both had the Indianapolis Colts, which drops us to 2-1 and one in our individual mutual agreement. Uh, that was a bad pick by both of us. Next up, you had the San Diego Chargers with a nice pick in the plus 7 with a win there. Next up... The Seattle Seahawks, minus six and a half. Tough loss there. And you had the Los Angeles Rams to close it out, minus eight, with a nice cover there versus the Washington football team. So a good week of picking by you. Now we go to me. I did not have quite the great week. I went two and five on the week and dropping me under 500 on the year at 17 and 19. I had the Atlanta Falcons. Minus one and a half with the loss. I had the New York Jets plus seven with a loss. I did have the New York Giants plus nine with a win. Indianapolis Colts minus one with a loss. The Philadelphia Eagles and the Pittsburgh Steelers under 44 and a half. That did not turn out to be the defensive game I wanted it to be. And unders have been getting murdered all year long. And continuing, I had the Colts versus the Browns under, which also went over. And then I had the Houston Texans minus five and a half for a win there. So two wins 
five losses. Not my best week. All right, so let's move on to our picks for this week. How many picks you got this week, Alex? Um, I have three picks that I'm, you know, happy about and three more that I'm kind of iffy about. All right, well, I have nine picks this week. I'm, I'm feeling frisky. A lot of picks, a lot of wins. Get me back over 500 this week. Since I got a lot more picks than you, I'll start out. Baltimore, Philly, under 48 and a half. I'm going to ride the unders once more, though they've been getting crushed all year. I think this will be a pretty defensive game. Both teams will sort of try to run the ball. I think both defenses are good enough to control the game here. Under 48 and a half. You know, I just want to say that I, I can understand why you have so many picks. You got to get back into the positive. And the more picks you have, the better it looks. So uh, I'm going to try and take less and less as we go. <laughs> as long as I can stay above 500, I want to win this head to head. But uh, for my first pick, uh, I am taking Carolina at uh, one and a half. And uh, I just, I, I don't know. Like I said earlier, I think that Carolina's a better overall team. I'm a little bit concerned about that uh, Chicago offense, uh, Chicago defense. I'm sorry, but no one is ever concerned about the Chicago offense <laughs> since like 1985 when Walter Payton was on the team. Hey, listen, I still think that Nick Foles makes them a little bit better. Uh, he's got the experience. He's been, you know, to the big game and, you know, was the MVP. Uh, but I'm, I'm not concerned about the offense. I'm concerned about the defense. The defense scares me a little bit. Not enough to not take the Panthers who, uh, kind of helped me out last week all right pretty good pick once again i go into the underwell that hasn't hit pretty much all year the new england patriots versus the denver broncos i got under 45 and a half just think this will be a pretty big running game they'll try to get it over i don't know you know what to expect from both teams who've had an extra week off because of last week's covid miss and so i just think this will be a pretty low scoring game let's hope so under denver new england 45 and a half now, for my next one, um, I'm not too sure about this game, but I kind of went over it earlier uh, with you. I'm taking uh, Jacksonville uh, over Detroit. All right. Well, guess what? We're going back into the mutual well again. I also have the Jacksonville Jaguars. <laughs> I wonder what our record is whenever we're going head-to-head and we take a mutual pick. We are 2-1 and one on the mutual picks. You are 2-0 and oh on the head-to-heads. Okay, okay, good. All right, so uh, next up, I have the Arizona Dallas Cowboys. I'm going over in this game. We're going to ride the over hot train, which has hit pretty much all year, and every Dallas game so far has hit the over. So Arizona Dallas over 52. Big shootout again. Uh, for my next game, I was happy to look that the uh, the hook on that line was gone. Uh, so I'm going to roll with Pittsburgh in this game. I think that they pull off the uh, the tight win against uh, Cleveland. Uh, they'll probably be a little bit overmatched. I like uh, Pittsburgh's defense. They play really tough. Last week, the offense and Big Ben, they seem to get into a little bit of a rhythm, a lot of underneath stuff, but I think it was good enough to kind of, you know, get some positivity going. So I feel like this week they pull off the win. All right. My next pick is the Houston Texans plus three and a half. Just like the number here, especially with the little hook there at the end. I I think Tennessee will have a little bit of trouble going this week on the short week versus the Houston Texans. Okay. 
for my next game, uh, I am rolling with uh, Green Bay over Tampa Bay. Um, I feel like defensively, Tampa Bay is going to struggle just a little bit uh, because of their losses. But overall, um, my decisions are basically based off the overall performance of each team. I feel like the uh, offense for uh, Green Bay is a lot better than the offense for Tampa Bay. And defensively, surprisingly, they're both pretty close to each other. So I'm going with Green Bay. All right. Good call. All right. Next up, we had it in our mutual picks, and I have it as my picks. I'm going with the Atlanta Falcons plus four and a half over the Minnesota Vikings. Exciting times when I can take Atlanta every week and be disappointed every week. (laughs) Let's hope that's not the case, though, because, like you said, it's a mutual pick. All right. What do you got next? Okay, for my next game, um, I'm actually taking Arizona over Dallas. Uh, I feel like uh, defensively. (laughs) Oh, my. It looks like we are in another battle this week because I have the Dallas Cowboys plus the one and a half. Okay, explain to me why you took the Cowboys, then I'll tell you why I took the Cardinals. Uh, Mostly because they're getting points at home. Okay. The reason that I decided to go with the Cardinals uh, because they have a pretty stingy run defense, and it's not that it's not that good, but it's good enough. And as far as uh, Dallas is concerned, if they try to run the ball going up against a pretty tough run defense, I feel like they might hit a wall. And you kind of know what to expect. You're going to focus your entire defensive scheme on Ezekiel Elliott. Andy Dalton, although the drop-off isn't huge, I can definitely see him being a little shaky his first weekend in Dallas. So I'm going with uh, the Cardinals. All right. You have logic to yours. I have weird just betting take-home teams that get points. (laughs) Have you seen uh, DeAndre Hopkins' stats? Uh, Yes, I'm assuming he's going to score like 40 points. I was just hoping Dallas could score like 42 (laughs) It it might be close, but I'm still taking uh, Arizona. All right. My next pick is the Philadelphia Eagles getting seven and a half points. A lot of points. Thought they played well last week. Yeah, they played played better than they have. um, Seemed to turn the corner a little bit, at least hopefully, because we picked them in the mutual picks. Uh, But, yeah, that's a good pick. All right. You got any more picks? That it? uh, I've, I've got my last one. Oh, you got one more. One more. And uh, for the last one, I've been riding with them, and it seems to be working. I'm going with the L.A. Rams um, over the San Francisco 49ers. Jared Goff has been pretty good at Levi Stadium. Granted, um, San Francisco's kind of gone through a little bit of a dip lately, but uh, I still think that he's good enough to beat this team, especially if they play like they played last week. All right. Well, you have your homer pick, and you know where I'm going with this pick. I have mine. I want to be a part of it. New York, New York. We're riding with them one more time. New York Jets plus the nine and a half versus the Miami Dolphins. Come on, Jets. We need one good game out of you. I'm not sure if you can see me, but I'm shaking my head. <laughs> Especially because I know it's also a mutual pick. Uh, it hurts me so bad. That's going on TV one, by the way. New York Jets, Miami Dolphins, TV one, main event game of the week. Oh, God. You're coming over to watch, even if you are going on vacation. Yeah, I'll have to make my way back down here. 
All right, those are our picks, and that's our show for the week. Anything you want to pub? I uh, know, just same thing as always. Uh, follow me at TD Achilles on Twitter, and uh, we've got a little Instagram going. Uh, it's uh, that dude Achilles on Instagram. I'll try to post uh, as many pics as I can, you know, kind of keep it entertaining. And maybe uh, we'll throw some pics on there also for uh, the weeks. Okay, yeah, a couple of weeks. All right. Sounds good. That's our show. And we're out.